ended up biting my tongue off. I had like a little piece of uh, skin that kept the tongue on, but everything else. So I had to have nine stitches across my tongue to put it back on. Uh, ate ice cream for like two weeks. That was all I could eat. Non, non-solid food. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a good time. Good time. So how did you, what did your parents say after that? Um, how did you explain that? I, I, I really didn't have to explain anything other than I jumped and I bit my tongue. Did you even talk at the time? I couldn't talk at the time. So it was, it was, it was, I was just like, ah, ah. <laughs> What up, what up? It's your favorite podcast, Three Brothers No Sense. We are back. We took a little hiatus. You guys had a two-part episode. Hope you enjoyed it. It was great seeing you guys this past, what, last week? Yeah, you can still say last week. Yeah, yeah, last week. Even more so, it was great just seeing a lot of our classmates and just, just people from the school and going home and seeing friends and family. So, I really can't complain. It was a pleasure. So if you guys haven't checked out our live episode with S, make sure you check it out. So fellas, tell them what's on your mind. I, uh, I'm just a little disappointed in you two guys and a lot of our listeners, to be honest. I can't believe that people still don't know what a Christmas movie is. And for you people to think that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, it came out in July. Bruce Willis so, and the so, director so, no, both said it's not a Christmas movie. No, so so did um what was it uh, uh the dang the big Christmas movie um dang Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street it came out in June too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know that's a Christmas movie. You know it. Okay. 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 All right. So look, look, the thing about it is, here's the way to figure out. Every Christmas, Christmas Eve. Look, look, every Christmas you have to have this conversation about it not being a Christmas movie because it comes out on Christmas. I'm I'm neither I'm neither for or against it being a Christmas movie. It's really not that serious to me. The question is, today is December 9th. Will it air between now and Christmas? Yes. Here's if it airs between now and Christmas, it's a Christmas movie. This it's just that why. simple. This is why. Because Christmas can be a little, it can be a little sappy at times. And so the TV network was like, hey, you know, we need something for men to watch. We can show them Die Hard. I mean, Christmas. So let's make a male movie. Christmas movie. So, <laughs> so That's Christmas, it. It's a male Christmas, Christmas movie. Christmas is in the movie. So that'll get them to watch it. And they can just trick their wives into thinking, hey, it's a Christmas movie too, and they'll watch it. It's not a Christmas it, movie. That's it all. is. It is. It's it's a Christmas movie. I'm disappointed in you. Movies. It's like it's a, yes, man. It's a fake Christmas movie. It's a... <laughs> Dude, just give it up, man. I mean... I, I'm just disappointed. So, 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 before we get into the commercial, so is Money Train a Christmas movie? No. Wesley, no, it's, oh, it's not? Because it's not. Christmas takes place? On just because just because oh, Christmas takes place oh. in the movie doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Wait, was it, that's what, was, that's what I'm trying to get you was to Money Train over, is, over one night, or was it over a course of? Oh. It was during the Christmas holidays. Yeah. So because but, you got to remember, Die Hard happened on Christmas Eve. Like it, it wasn't like two, three weeks. It was Christmas Eve. And, just like he, he was traveling for Christmas, had the big bear, even gives the whole whole oh, whole. What was it? I got a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. yeah, it's just, it's a Christmas movie. You know, Gremlins, all that stuff. Action or Christmas, Christmas movie. movie, too. God, okay. So, so you tell, so you want to sit there and tell me Gremlins is not a Christmas movie. Please roll the commercial. No, 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 no. So, Gremlins is not a Christmas movie? It's more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard because he actually got Gizmo as a Christmas gift. So oh, that, he, he had that, that bear. He was that was like well, that he was like at a Christmas the party. The, movie. the center of Die Hard is Hans Gruber trying to steal money. That's what it's while about. everybody's at a Christmas party. Rosie, uh you got? Give us some enlightenment. Tell us something, because this guy is completely wrong. <laughs> With all due respect, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I really don't have much to talk about other than my wife holding her own with Sherman Cooley, which is not easy to do. I I, I shout out to Jen. Um, every, Cooley likes to argue. He's been arguing since 
I mean, he we were debates. in high school. He he debates fiercely, and um, and for her to hold her own and, and everything, babe, I got nothing but respect for you, boo. Yeah, but we know yeah. what you're trying to do. I'm trying to get yeah. brownie points. Yeah. I'm trying to get brownie points because I gotta I gotta try to get a Christmas gift this <laughs> year. Hey, but real quick, Fur, before we go, um, did you guys enjoy Alumni Weekend, man? Was it not all that? Man, it was great. Um, I'm already debating if I'm going back next year. The only reason I I debate is I do like to host Thanksgiving at my house. (laughs) But outside of that, I mean, I had a blast. But if you guys can um, make it back next year, I definitely will put it on my uh, agenda to try to do the same. So I think that's something, and I had a blast. And the great, the one of the craziest things is people I haven't talked to in years at all have had no type of communication. Just like, man, I really love what you guys are doing with the show. Yeah, that's cool. We had, we had no idea that these people were listening and following and appreciating what we had to say. And so, hats off to you guys. I just ask you to um, comment, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and leave your comments and, you know, engage with us, man. We want to hear more from you. Get some of that merch too. Three brothers. Yeah, do buy, get some of the merch. So my little, my little uh, tidbit is how do I want to put this? I want to, I don't want to say I want to check my male privilege, but I I had an experience this weekend that really, let me see male privilege, not in a negative point, but in a real life situation. So this past weekend, I went out with a couple of my friends. Actually, Allison was out with us and we were at this little sports bar and it was a table. It was a group of people at a table. This young lady was sitting at the table with us and she gets up and walks off. And I just happened to watch her walk off and she turned around like it clicked. And it was like, oh, hell no. She turned around and she put her jacket over her drink and she kind of put it to a way like, I don't know if somebody moved this. And it was like, I hear women say they got to do it for real. But like you literally saw the light go off in her head. Like, I can't trust this environment. I can't trust what's going on. And as a male, that's the last thing on my mind. I just, I just hope when I walk off and my drink's still there, you know, I hope the little, uh, the bar guy doesn't come pour my drink out or somebody drinks my drinks or spills my drink. And it just kind of made me realize there's things that, you know, we always talk about things that women have to deal with, but it's something so small that we take for granted that, you know, having a wife, having a daughter, having sisters, having nieces, and they, you know, they, they can all go out and drink and have fun. Everybody about my daughter. And it's like, these are things that we never have to consider. You know, like, I I, I saw about doing a girl's trip or something like that and how easy it is for somebody just to spike their drink. You know, she was telling me, I actually had a conversation with her about it. She was like, yeah, I had a friend that somebody spiked her drink about two years ago and she hasn't been the same. You know, it was like, I think it caused a lot of turmoil and she got got emotional about it. And I was like, Hey, I just met you. Don't want to go down that, that rabbit hole. But it made me realize that it's a real thing. So, um, women be safe out there. Be careful. You do have it tough. Not comparing. It's not a pissing contest, but just acknowledging, so acknowledging some of the things you guys have to deal with. And on that. What did, what did, what did uh, Dre say on uh blackish? He was like, uh, men are the white people of gender. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, think about it for a second. You're like, hold on. Yeah. 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 Um, anything else, fellas? Nah, man, let's do it. Well, let's pay some bills. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite podcast. We're about to get back to your regularly scheduled program the way we usually do it. You know, we're going to go around. Three Brothers ask questions. I'm going to start off. Mine, let me preface mine with um, saying 
I'm, I don't know if you guys have been following and you've seen the post where recently we just had, this is the first time in history where Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and now Miss Universe are all of the African diaspora or black, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And so I say that to congratulate our women, because I know you guys are going through a lot where people are questioning your beauty. Women are fighting every day, how they can wear their hair and, you know, looks and, you know, the media and everything kind of tries to portray them in such a negative light. So this is, I think, even though, you know, I don't want to get caught up in beauty, but it's, it's, it's a win for you guys. So congratulations. And especially Miss uh, Universe, uh, the young lady actually, she made a comment that growing up women who look like her, who had her complexion were never considered beautiful. And when she won Miss Universe, she was in her natural beauty. She had short, natural hair and looking at her picture, she looked gorgeous. So, you know, I know a lot of times we have those conversations about, you know, women wearing too much weave or wigs or being natural and that whole debate, not trying to go down that, that rabbit hole, but considering that showing that our women in their natural state are still beautiful is a big thing. But with that being said, you know, a lot of times when we have conversations like this, we get a lot of pushback, almost saying that you as men or people shouldn't have an opinion or be able to comment on how women dress or decide to uh, adorn themselves. And there's a lot of shaming of having an opinion of any woman I'm seeing in, in some circles from by men, period, or men having opinions of women in their looks. And I say this because I don't know if you guys have seen this latest video of Lizzo. And Lizzo is like that. It has become that little kid at church that can sing, but really can't sing, but can't do no wrong. You can't comment on them. You know, it's like if you say anything about her, all of a sudden you're body shaming or you have double standards. And now with that, my question really is, are, is it really a double standard or are there, are there multiple ways to look at situations like this? You know, is it because of the way she dresses and maybe her body type or is it just all encompassing, you know, like, oh, she's a big girl, so she shouldn't do that. And do we have a right to have an opinion and not only just opinion, but pref- uh, preferences? So. All right. So no, no, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you seen, have you seen the new thing with her um in the at the yeah, Lakers game? At the Lakers game, yeah. Uh, I ain't got no problem with it. I mean, truthfully, if if Cardi B had done that exact same thing, there would be no issue. Point blank, period. So just because she's a big girl. People are trying to make it out like, oh, she shouldn't be doing it. So I really do feel like it's body shaming. Um, I, my thing is she's a big girl that's comfortable in her size, in her body. Um, and, and the thing is that she is just on that same level of ratchetness and not giving a F as your Cardi B's or your Megan Thee Stallions or anybody else. So just because she's not built like Megan Thee Stallion, folks are trying to make a big deal out of it. Um so now when it comes to you were asking about, do, should we have an opinion? Yes. The thing about it is everybody has an opinion. And First Amendment says that I can voice my opinion. So I can put my opinion out there. I can tell you what I like, what I don't like, what I feel, what I don't feel. And with that, so since I can have an opinion, I think I can have a preference. Um so, I, I, I might not uh, find anything wrong with it, whereas somebody else might find something wrong with it. I might see it, her as... Is it a difference in like finding something wrong with it and just not liking it? No, not really. I mean, the thing about it is it, if you find something wrong with it, that's your prerogative to find something wrong with it and not like it. You can't force that on anybody, though. Uh, and that's the thing. Everybody can have their opinion and they can not like it or they can feel like she went too far. They can say she's a big girl. She shouldn't be doing it. Uh, But the problem is she has the freedom to do it as long as she's still comfortable. And as a public um, person, she has to understand that she's going to get both sides. 
it, it is what it is. As a big girl, she's going to get both sides. Again, Megan Thee Stallion can do it, and, and you might have 10% of people that say they don't like it for one reason or the other, whereas her as a bigger girl, there are more people that are like, oh, I'm not really down with the big uh, BBWs, so she might get 30 40% of people saying, I don't like it. And the other thing about it is the most outspoken people aren't the majority. So don't think just because you get a loud voice that says they don't like it and another loud voice that says they do, that that is the everybody. So the majority of us are just sitting back like having a look, looking at it like, dang, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't think she'd do that. But OK. And then we keep rolling. So I, I don't think it's an issue with her doing it. Um, and, and I do think that people need to give her cut her some slack and just let her enjoy herself and be her. Uh, without giving so much of the pushback and everything like that. Because again, if it was somebody of a different body type, I, I, in my opinion, I don't think there'd be as much of an uproar. We've seen plenty of folks with uh, different body types do those types of things. Um, so I'm going to disagree with the first part of what Razio said. Um, <clears throat> and I've heard this argument a lot uh, since this video have come out that if Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion had done that or somebody with a better type had done that. The thing is, you can't really point to too many instances where they have done that. Not at a basketball game during the game. So we can't really use that argument. That's that's a hypothetical that hasn't really happened. Yeah, they do a lot of twerking, but that's usually at their concerts and stuff. Let's be honest. Lizzo is somebody who's very talented but does the most. If you follow her on social media, she does the absolute most. And if Cardi B had done that, I think you would have a lot of people saying, okay, what's wrong with her? Like, why is she doing that at the game? Like, yeah, she, for for most people, she does have a better, a more desirable body type. But I think a lot of people still be questioning, okay, why can't she just sit? Does she need attention that bad? What's wrong with her? Offset must not be giving her a lot of compliments right now, something like that. I mean, Beyonce has a banging body. You wouldn't see her doing that. So it, it has nothing to do with how big she is. For the people that's complaining about her size, those are people that are complaining about her size no matter what she does. So whether she twerks or not. So they don't count because they're the ones that are body shaming. But the people that are legitimately saying, what the hell is wrong with Lizzo? I think that's legitimate. Now, she has every right to do it, but we like... The second part you said, Razio, I do agree. We have every right to have our opinion and say she shouldn't be doing that. That's crazy. But for me personally, I don't want to speak for everyone else. It's not because she's big. It's just that's not normal behavior to do at a game uh, with, with, with your thong out or whatever it yeah. was. So it, Kids are watching, you know, <clears throat> there's there's families watching the game with their parents, you know, kids with their parents, that type of thing. Uh, and, I, I can see that. You know, and I don't even care too much about the kid. F them kids. Um, <laughs> it, it's just that that's just not normal behavior, man. So she does the most. She's very talented. I I, I definitely I can't say I'm a fan, but I, I respect her craft and her talent. But she she does a lot, man. And that was just a Lizzo type thing she did. So, Byron, you said it perfect. You know, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um Everything you said was right on point. But my problem comes like what Razio said. If I say anything, I'm automatically body shaming. I can't have a legitimate opinion about it because, oh, you wouldn't say that if it was Beyonce, Cardi B, uh, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I would. And the thing about it, the reason I ask is, is it two, two different things is I think it's inappropriate, but I'm still a man. I might be a little attracted to it. But it's still inappropriate, like, man, like, duh, why, why does Cardi B doing all this? I think Cardi B does the most. Is she still fine? Yeah, she's still fine, but I still think she does the most. Like, if she if she just cared herself better, like, I wouldn't mind her carrying herself better. Like, I'm not going to go to a Cardi B concert, so I'll probably never see her doing her Cardi B, the rest of that stuff. But, you know, when I see it, I'm like, man, she's always doing the most. Yeah, but, hey, she's still kind of fine. Lizzo, she's still doing the most. Not my preference. I mean, it, it can be those things. It's not that I'm body shaming because there's a lot of BBWs out there. Like Jill Scott, if I had, if I could extend my list, Jill Scott probably would be on my, my, my list. She's a very sexual person. I'm probably going to get in trouble for this. But she's a very sexual person, has sexual energy, <laughs> and she's a beautiful woman, period. You know what I'm saying? 
And but it's not because she's big. It's like so it's not that it's we don't like big women or whatever the case may be. It's man, that's a little too much. And like you said, Lizzo purposely does the most. I don't know if you saw the video of her walking off. She still is doing the most. Like when I saw the video, my question legitimately was, did her outfit start out like that? I don't know if it was a malfunction or something. And then we made, we, we took it too far. I'm like, well, maybe, she, you know, it ripped or something while she was twerking. I thought like, that too. No, <laughs> no, no, that's what she wore. Like, okay. So you, you knew this was going to happen. And then when it happens, you you want to bat and you want to you want to throw me under the bus for just having an opinion. I I you know I'm somewhat conservative on things like that. You know, yes, I love attractive women, point blank. Do I think sometimes is too much? Is craving too much attention? It, it might be unhealthy to a certain extent. I think there there's some prop there's some there's some things if you probably examine some of these stars that they're craving or some lack thereof like. That's my bigger thing. Is like, is is Lizzo really trying to do this? Like, is is she? Does she? Is something going on with her? Because she I, has the talent. Yeah, she has I, think, all- I think that's her personality, though. Yeah, I mean, it's no different. But, but, it's no different than like a, a drag queen or somebody like that that's just super over the top, and that's their personality. But you know I me. Mean? I don't, don't like playing boy. Known for that. I mean, I, don't I know like you, don't, you don't like the extra. I, but I'm just saying, it's like, but, but I, 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 don't like I think she's that extra person that perfect. is going to do that regardless. Perfect. And the thing about it is, I don't like any of it. <laughs> and so, like, I don't like, I don't like extra people. Like, you know, I'm, you know, I like to have fun. I like to go out and do whatever. But like, when you just extra, you crave attention. It's kind of like, what the hell? And I feel like she's craving that attention. And if it was anybody, met Kanye craving attention does the most annoys the hell out of me. Like when a lot of these basketball players and like people the way they're dressing right now, you're craving attention. Like, come on, dude, you don't have to do this. Cam Newton, though. Like, what are you dressed like a grandma for? You know, you're craving. You want to be talked about. You want to be on somebody's radar. Lizzo, same thing. It's not because she's big. You know, it's it's like I said, it's two parts for me. It's, hey, you're doing too much. Any person that does it. Now that you're doing too much, we got past that. Like, eh. You're doing too much, but you still look kind of fine. Still look kind of good. In my preference, Lizzo didn't do it for me. You know? So I think I answered all my questions. I know I'm probably going to get a lot of backlash. Women, I'm never telling you guys not to be who you are. You have the right to portray yourself in any image. Um, But I also think I have the right to say how I feel about it. And we'll never get past any of this is we can't have open dialogue on how we feel. And because we have a difference in opinion, you start shaming us or call us sexist or controlling. And I think that's one of the things with not just the conversations we have between men and women, but just on all our issues. You know, if we disagree, we try to label each other and all of a sudden the dialogue stops. So. I love my beautiful women. I love you in all, every shape, color, size, whatever you have. You better say that. <laughs> I mean, but it's true. It's true. But like, I think that's that's why I asked a question about the opinion because as soon as somebody says something you don't like, you try to find a way to villainize them. You're body shaming. So anything I say about Lizzo, I'm body shaming. You know, if I say Cardi B is doing too much, oh, you're sexist. You want women to shut up. No, no, I just think she does too much. That's fine. You know, like I could be wrong, but that's my opinion. I think she does too much. That oh, Kurt, whatever that shit annoys the hell out of me. Like <laughs> that, I mean, that that sound is irritating. When she got the commercial, was that Pepsi, Dr. Yeah. Pepper, whatever? Pepsi. I'm like, Lord, I'll never drink another Pepsi just because of that. Like it was just so, you know, it is what it is. Wait but she is still fine though. Cheers. Fake or not. Delicious. Cherry, cherry Pepsi. <laughs> cherry Pepsi is pretty good. <laughs> it is. I'll, it tell, is I'll good. tell you what's not good though. Cranberry Sprite. I tried that. Hey, I had some the other day at uh Sonics. It was it, it was decent. Good. Is that no, the one I don't, LeBron, I don't like cranberry sprite? Is that the one LeBron LeBron James pitching? No, nah, he has like a tropical mix or something like that. So he that one's not that bad. It, it's um cranberry sprite just dropped for the holidays or whatever. Uh, and it but, sucks. It, it 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 leaves like a bad taste. And I like I uh, like the cranberry uh, g- uh, ginger ale. Cranberry ginger ale is awesome. So oh, yeah. 
Though when those hit, you'd be like, okay, these dropping, I'm going to get some. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, cranberry yep. sprite, it should be good too. No nope. mother in law buys a bunch of those every time she comes up here. So yeah, my wife does the same. So are you now a connoisseur of fine carbonated beverages? Like you, you are you giving us the the rundown? Oh no, you just know I try. I, I'm, I'm addicted to anything new and different, so I will try. So if it, I, he ain't I, lying I, about that, he will try anything. You are, you are why people make commercials? Exactly. All they got to do is slap new on it, and I'm like, well, got to buy some of those. I tr- I tried the chocolate M Ms. Or no, the chocolate Skittles. Oh, those are just horrible. Yeah, they were so and the, bad. Like, and the the Reese's peanut butter cups with the Reese's pieces in them are horrible, by the way. Just in case you didn't know, it's, it's, is, it, it's, is, it, is it doing too much Ferg? It's doing too much, man. I'm very <laughs> hey, doing too much. So Ferg, your question was a little too close to the que- original question I was going to ask. So I'm going to go to my backup. So here we go. Uh, and you know what? Alumni Weekend kind of made me think of this question because, you know, going up to our old school, you think of old memories and things you used to do while you were in school. So my question for you guys is, Ugh. what is the dumbest thing that you have mimicked or tried because you saw it in a movie or on a TV show? Um, I, I think the dumbest thing was jumping off of a house. Woo! Uh, and I, I, I literally bit my tongue off. So you bit your tongue off. <laughs> yeah, I bit my tongue off. So I, I was eight, nine. We had a trampoline right on the side of the house. So we jump up on the house. We come up on the house, jump down off the house onto the trampoline. And um, so we were doing that in a bunch, a bunch, a bunch. And I was like, you know what? I think. I'm um I'm a, I like Michael Jordan. And so one time I ran, jumped off, you know, stuck my tongue out like Michael Jordan. I came <laughs> down. Um and so I bounced wrong, my knee hit the bottom of my uh my chin oh. and I literally bit my tongue off. So not only was it the jumping off the house party, it was the Michael Jordan tongue out thing too. So between both of those, I ended up biting my tongue off. I had like a little piece of uh, skin that kept the tongue on, but everything else. So I had to have nine stitches across my tongue to put it back on. Uh, ate ice cream for like two weeks. That was all I could eat. Non, non-solid food. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a good time. Good time. So how did you, what did your parents say after that? Um, how did you explain that? I, I, I really didn't have to explain anything other than I jumped and I bit my tongue. Did you even talk at the time? I couldn't talk at the time. So it was, it was, it was, I was just like, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. I was a dumb child, man. I, I did all kind of stupid stuff. What yeah, you? bro. You know, your common sense. So this, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got to eat some water. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I'll be right back. I thought I had my cup up here, and I gotta think of I gotta think of a freaking dumb thing. Wow, Rizzi, you you remember me doing anything dumb? Byron in high school, middle school. Other than walking around, uh, like doing the little X Pac suck it all the time. That was you. <laughs> no, that was everybody. That was all of us. <laughs> I did that in the McDonald's. <laughs> I thought the was ready. No, but I got two words for you. <laughs> <Suck>. <laughs> Let me see. Um, trying to think. Dumb that I did. <laughs> he like letting that S word go. He does. He does. He's just like, like let me make sure he uh, has to put a couple bleeps in here. Yeah, man. It wouldn't be three brothers. No sense without it. I guess mine's not even dumb. It was just I thought I knew more than I did. So I grew up as a kid in the 80s. And as a kid in the 80s, I mean, everybody liked Kung Fu movies. <laughs> Kung Fu, everybody swore they knew karate. Oh, no. Nah. Man, there was this movie called Rad back in the 80s. And I had bought this BMX bike. Where I got this BMX bike. And the stuff on TV looks a lot easier than it is uh, in real life. I found that out the hard way. <laughs> So first of all, there's a couple of things we learned. First of all, me and my homeboys were not engineers. 
<laughs> so we call ourselves creating this little ramp. Um, I want to say out of milk cartons and plywood. <laughs> We've all done it. <laughs> Our plywood must have been rotted or something. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so me being the leader of the pack, I'm going to go first. You know, just in case, you know, something happened. I don't want to be the, you know, third or fourth person. So I'll go all the way in, you know, I got my little uh back in the 80s and all the movies they would ride around in circles before they did their trick. So I, I made it, you know, I'm making it look good, all that stuff. So I'm like, I I'm I'm I'm, I'm hyped up. So I started pedaling. And I should have known something was wrong when I my foot missed the pedal from the get-go. So like <laughs> I was already off off balance. So I hit the I hit the ramp. <laughs> The ramp hit me back. <laughs> the ramp slapped me in my face. The milk crates didn't give like we thought they were going to do. So my, my, my tire got caught in the milk crates. I flipped over the ramp, flipped over the milk crates. Bike lands on me. Leg gets caught in the chain. And that's when they had, back in the 80s, everything was metal. I don't think they invented plastic in the maze. And so um, the, the bike pedal scratched up my leg. Face planted on the concrete on the on the, uh, on the street, and I'm just sitting there like dead. <laughs> like, and in my mind, I just sat there for like 30 seconds, replaying in my mind, trying to figure out where I went wrong. Because I'm like going through the movie again. Like, okay, in the movie they did this and this and this. I rode around in the circle, uh, check ramp, check had the speed, check velocity, check. I don't know what happened, man. To this day, I don't know what went wrong. So, well, one reason that's why I'm not an engineer or a BMX bike rider. So, uh, I think that was pretty much the dumbest thing I did. You know, off off rip a couple of skateboarding accidents. Thought I knew karate, got my ass kicked when it didn't work. Um, yeah, but that's that's the norm. Yeah, yeah. I, I had um, I broke my tailbone like that, thinking that I could uh, do tricks on my bike. You know how they have, you watch the movies and and. Th- those really old movies too, where they had like the big wheel and then the little wheel on the uh, bicycle. Yeah. And the guys would like stand up on it while it's going and moving. I thought <laughs> yeah. I could do that. And so I'd get, I'd, I got up to speed and I jumped up on the uh, the seat with my feet. And I was like, all right, I'll, I just got to stand up and put my arms out and it'll keep going. Did not work. I jumped up, put my arms out, the bike laid down. I came straight down on my butt. Broke my tailbone, had to walk around with a donut for uh, three weeks. <laughs> so I was in high school at the time. I was a freshman, I think. So if, if oh, so you were I'm dumb, dumb. Around, like, I was like, I was like ten. <laughs> <laughs> was that like Again, this whole no common sense thing. Y'all know I, yeah. uh, I be kind of late about stuff. Was right. That, it was a. Uh, was that like a version of Ghost Riding the? Yeah, goes riding. Oh, hey man, eighties, eighties BMX bike riding moves was where it was at, man. Wait, you know, you know, everybody know how to ride with no hands on the uh, bike. That's kind of yeah, easy. You, so I was like, stand, you know stand what? I'm on your... stand up on my bike too. So, yeah, did not work. <laughs> I may, I may trump both of you guys. Although I, I do. Although I didn't get, I didn't bite my tongue off like Rosie, so I don't know if this is going to trump that, but. Let me just start off by saying that Tupac is my favorite rapper of all time. And the movies he played in were the best. I don't acknowledge Gridlock and Bullet. I don't acknowledge those. I only acknowledge Juice and Above the Rim and Poetic Justice. On Above the Rim, there's a scene. Oh, uh, don't tell me you <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can I tell my story, please? Go ahead, man. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my mom. I know where this is going. It is going all bad. Was this eighth grade? No, this was not. I want to say ninth grade, ninth or tenth grade, because I was riding the bus or whatever. Uh, but so there's a scene where Tupac is talking to his older brother Leon, and as they're talking towards the end of the conversation, he pulls a razor out of his mouth. <laughs> I thought that. Shit, I, sorry, so I, I thought that shit was cool. <laughs> you bleep yourself to bleep yourself. <laughs> you you censored yourself for no reason. <laughs> and so I remember being on the school bus, and I man Ambrosia, if you listening, I wonder if you remember this. It was Ambrosia, Corey Wiggum. It was like a, a couple of us on the school bus, and I said, "Y'all check this out," and I was like. <sighs> 
I pulled that joint. They said, oh, how you do that, man? Oh, that's crazy. So they they wanted to try it. Well, I don't think Ambrosia did, but Corey wanted to try it. And so, yeah, man, I did that. And I look back on that. I'm like, Jesus, how stupid. Like, all it took was one wrong move. And I would be dead. <laughs> Forget cutting your tongue off. I'd be dead. And so you didn't done. cut yourself, luckily. No, I didn't. I didn't cut myself. I perfected it. Well, first, I had first used a double edge blade. And I was like, wait a minute. He didn't have a double edge blade. He had a single edge blade. I didn't so, know that. So, and I'm not going to explain how to put it. And I'm not going to explain how to do it because if any of y'all are riding around with your kids, I don't want them to be influenced by that and try it like my dumb self did. But there's a way that you can do it. And I did it for a while. I would do it and just, I, just thought, I thought it was cool, man. What can I did say? Did the missus teach you how to do it? Because <laughs> there was a rumor going around that Tabitha carried a blade in her mouth. It, there was. There. Not, not in her mouth. She did carry a blade, though. I think, the, okay. I, I think I can admit that. Razor blade, or she just had a uh, knife? Yeah, like a box cutter. Okay. So, uh, uh. Oh, yeah, wow. that was pretty dumb, man, but it looked cool, and I wanted to try it. And I, did. And I impressed Corey and Ambrosia. So there we go. <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Crystal Henry may remember it too. I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there, but that's what I did, man. Yeah, Westmobile. I thought y'all was supposed to have more sense. Well, remember, I stayed in Garden West in Westmobile, which could have easily been in Pritchard. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Pritchard, by the way. For those of you who are wondering what Garden West is, it's the apartment complex across from Lafayette Square. It's probably called Georgetown. I don't know, but it's on Michael Boulevard in Mobile. All right. So I guess it's my turn. Um, Trying to see which one I want. I, I've got a, a running habit of uh, putting your yeah, I will go for it. Yeah, I'm, I get in trouble all the time. Why not uh, this episode too? Why not now? Why not now, man? So, rising. Yeah. What is a habit oh, of Lord. your wife? So you're trying to get us in trouble that you find super annoying. <clears throat> Snoring. Snoring. My wife snores. She that's snores. not a habit, though. That, that, that's okay. Well, I just want, okay. well, I just wanted to put that out there. That, <laughs> <laughs> that I have to give her a little push sometimes so I can get some sleep. Does she does she lightly snore? Oh no. Oh no. No, 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 no. She Oh man, I can't see Tab I can't I can't see Tab with the calling the hogs, man. <laughs> I hadn't heard that phrase in a minute. Call I can't hogs. see it, man. Uh, a habit. You go first, uh, first, since I just jumped out there with her snore. I'll think of a habit that she does. Easy. Her sense of time, man. She, <laughs> she would be late to her own funeral if she could. I mean, it's a pet peeve of mine. Between the military and the bros in my chapter, I mean, being late is not an option. I'm addicted to efficiency, so... We've been together 11 years and I, I'm I'm just getting to the point where I just I don't think she'll ever get it. She's getting better. But man, I mean, and then what's crazy is it's not just we're going to be late. It's it's avoidable. It'll be things like she'll I think she has this golden clock in her in her mind that she can get everything done within a certain amount of time. Mm hmm. So when we had no kids, she was trying to get ready in an hour. When we had one kid, she was trying to get ready in an hour. <laughs> now that we have two kids, she still tries to get ready in an hour. And I mean, going from laying in the bed, we're sitting on the couch, to having to take a shower, having to figure out what she wants to wear, having to get my daughter a bath, having to do her hair, you know, then having to feed my son. And these are all the things I'm willing to assist with, but it's just, she wants to wait. Like, these are things like, she could have took a shower. We were going to place at noon, she could have took a shower when she woke up in the morning. You know, so it's just like, I'll shower, I'll be ready be to go. Fresh at 12 o'clock. So, for wherever you go. We're going outside, Rosie. So? <laughs> <laughs> It, it doesn't matter, man. It's just... At least she starts at 11. If we got to be somewhere at 12, Jenica will start at 12. Mm -mm. I, 
I wish I had the balls just to leave. <laughs> you know, in my heart, heart I've been sitting like, I'm just gonna leave her. She gonna learn today. She's gonna learn she today. got a call. There, there's I'm, a, there's yeah. an everybody loves Raymond episode like that, man. You should check yeah. it out. I'm pretty sure it didn't turn out well. No, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like, man, I'm like, you know what? She knew we had to be here. So I'm about to leave. You know, I'm pack the pack the kids. I'll take the kids with me. We just about to go. And I sit there getting frustrated, getting mad, and then she get mad at me for being mad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but you know, you know how I am about this, you know. Especially when we're like going out of town and trying to catch a plane or something like that. She wants to all of a sudden wash all the clothes, um, do the dishes, iron pack. Yeah. Like we bought these tickets three months ago, and all of a sudden everything has to be done. You know, I'm like, like, hey. The clothes will be here when we get back. The house will be here when we get back. You know, you don't have to make the beds and do all this stuff. Let's let's go. You you, you can't leave you can't leave the house. You can't go on a trip with a dirty house for her. You got to be able to walk back in to a clean house, man. That that is that is, that that would be perfect. That would be great in a perfect world when we don't have to catch a three o'clock flight. You know, like there's another time. There's a time up here that we have to be there. In. You know, like, hey, you fly in that, is that three? You got to be there an hour before. I stay in Houston. It's an hour or so to the airport. We got to check our bags and all that. So it might be a two, two and a half hour window we need to leave in. You wanted to start washing and um, cleaning the clothes, cleaning the house, doesn't work because the plane's not going to care about your dirty house rising. I guess. But when you come home to a clean house, it's just so much better for. I appreciate that. And these, are, <laughs> these are these are things we could do beforehand. You know, it's you're just an evil person, for Oh no! I mean, like I said, when it's a time, I'm like, on your side, ZZ. No, so you so we're just gonna miss the plane and come come back to the house in an hour later with a clean house. It'd be clean. <laughs> you got to get on the road at six o'clock. Won't it, won't it like make it so much better that you missed the flight when you come in and the house is all clean, it smells good, you know, uh, you got good clean laundry? Oh, damn house <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you said time. Buff, what about you? All right, so there's a few things she does that they don't necessarily... We said do. one. We said one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't, get, don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> oh, let it out. Let it out. Well... So, like, one of the things she does, and and from what I hear, a lot of people do this, so maybe I'm in the minority on this, but it takes her forever to unpack when we get back from out of town. Oh, yeah. So, so like, we got back from Mobile last week. She just finished unpacking last night. She's like, my hero. My stuff's so, still in the suitcase. <laughs> I can't so, say nothing, because yesterday... I've been living out there in the suitcase. So. I just, I just, how I just, y'all just, live like that? I, I got to have all my stuff where it belongs. I just took so far to put it back in. Like, I thought I was going to wear this. <laughs> 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 yeah, put this back in. need to put it right back in. But um, I'll say the two things she does that... I hate to say annoy, because that's a strong word, but... Her uh, snooze button, she will hit that thing like seven times. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, like we all hit the snooze button from time to time. But, but you I'm like, yo, up. if you know you're not going to get out to an hour later, why don't you just set your alarm for that time? Why are you hitting it seven times every 10 minutes? I, I don't understand that. Because you hey, know so it, it wakes both of us up, up, right? Man. <laughs> right. Wake up. It wakes but it's inconsiderate. It is inconsiderate. And I like to give her a hard time about it because sometimes I'm already up getting dressed. And so I'll mess with her. Like, so you want me to turn the lights on so to help you get up? Byron, leave me alone. <laughs> like, so <clears throat> I see, see, you should help her. You should buy one of those alarms that like gr- gradually get louder. So then she don't have to press snooze. It can start with a slow, calming, like, you know, um, like sun, birds chirping and stuff. And then eventually it gets to be a regular alarm, like 45 minutes later. What I need to do is place it across the room so she has to get up out the bed to uh to oh, and I'm the evil one. <laughs> <laughs> and the and the other thing, um uh, I, I I I'm aware that most women do this, but I, she, she she takes a shower it takes her forever in the shower. Like it's I mean, I, I say Tab, 
we don't have no hot water left. I mean, it doesn't take 45 minutes to take a shower, man. I, I like take, I take longer showers. She said it feels like a, 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 a sauna. She likes heat. My wife likes heat. She loves All that. women do. Like yeah. Fire. <laughs> so, but neither one of them, like, annoy me. You know what I mean? It's just like, I give her a hard time about them, but I know who she is. We've been together all these years, so yeah. hey, ain't they going to change. It's it's yeah. got to be something that like irks you though that you, you like grind your teeth when well, she the, just well the snoring but you said that's not a habit <laughs> <laughs> she can't break that <laughs> man I, I I don't know but that that's the one that's the you be sitting you been in bed looking at her man bro <laughs> <laughs> but you know she that part of that is because I can't fall right asleep like she does like she can literally answer a question. And then I kid you not, though, 10 seconds later, she'll be snoring like she falls asleep like like it's nothing. I got a whole process. I got to read like news articles and get tired. And- oh, you, you, you old man. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sit in the bed, you know, yeah, 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 the paper out. I'm some, actually warm, jealous. some warm milk. And- <laughs> jealous of her that she's able to do that, to be honest, man. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. I got to I got to have a process and I got to de- Deacon, uh, what is it? Uh, not deconflict, decompress. Yeah, I got to do that with Jenica. Yeah, same thing. Head hits the pillow, boom, she's out. <laughs> and then, and then be mad if I like end up moving or anything to, uh, to the semi wake her up. So, but for me, she's got a couple of them, but it goes a little bit along the lines of um, fur, which she procrastinates really, really badly. So. And then she doesn't finish things. So those two really, really irk me. Um, this well, weekend is a part, though. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, but like this weekend is a prime example. We had a wedding to go to. It, it was a Nigerian wedding. So they did the traditional Nigerian wedding Friday night. Then they did oh, the man. regular wedding Saturday night. No, you, can't, um, you can't be late to a Nigerian wedding. No, nah, so we, no such we, thing. We made it to the Nigerian wedding on time. So the Friday night, that one we did, we made it to. But she spent all day Friday, like, sewing an outfit that she wanted to wear to this uh, wedding, right? Didn't finish it. So she ends up just going in the closet, getting some, putting it on. Uh, And so the next morning, she's like, I'm going to make something different for the other wedding. And I'm like, but you spent all day sewing this outfit. For the Friday uh, wedding, why don't you just finish that up? Maybe, you know, 20 more minutes and you'll have your outfit be done. She's like, nope. So she gets up super early Saturday. She sews all the way. The the, the wedding starts at 430. She sews all the way to four o'clock on this new outfit. She finishes it. But we got two outfits sitting in the um, or two pieces sitting in the in the. Um, closet that she hasn't finished yet. She finishes this one. We don't walk out of the house until 4.45 for a 4.30 wedding to get there. Like, she, she just has no aspect of time management. She procrastinates to the last minute. She knew about these weddings two months ago when we uh, decided we were going to it and she waited until Friday morning to actually start sewing the stuff for it. I mean, it's just... She she doesn't know how to manage her time at all, and it, and like Ferg said, the military thing it just irks me to death, and she knows it. I stand like in the doorway just watching her the whole time she's sewing. Oh, I'm yeah. like, that's def- definitely passive aggressive, me right there. Yeah. <laughs> so it just man, it irks me to no end. And the last one that she does, and it's mainly because um, I did it, and she used to get on to me about it, and then she started doing it, so. At the end of the day or whatever, when we're tired, um, you know how you just kind of take off your night clothes or whatever, and you get in the bed, and so they're on the side of the bed, and she'll just she'll just leave them there. So it might be like a pair of socks and some PJs or something on the side of the bed, and they just like pile up. And so that's her when, side of the bed. But the thing about it is, when we first started dating, I used to do that, and she'll like get on me about it and be like super mad about about it, and like you need to clean this up. Da 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 da. About a year later. She started doing it, and now her side be worse than mine. She, she has like a week worth of stuff over there. <laughs> My side of the bed. Nah, bro. Nah, it just it just makes me mad. Mainly because she got on to me about it, and so I she's still trying to call me out. So it, it's I just mad. Nah, I definitely do the. I definitely do 
I hate the procrastination. Maybe that's what it's more. It's like, it's not just that we're late. It's just like, there's things that could have been done to avoid this. Like you knew we were doing this. You knew we were, and she's gotten a lot better. I, I, I take that back. Now that we have two kids and stuff like that, like even coming to Mobile, she started packing their clothes because it's not that I don't, I don't want to assist. We do wrong. <laughs> so that's my thing. That might be what annoys you me. You can't help. You can't help because like, you're wrong. Because I know that's going to be like, well, just help. Because if I do this, it's going to be, well, why did you load that laundry? We're not, I'm not, we're not, I throw my hands up. You know, like, I'm just trying to do me, trying to get in there. And a lot of times women, that's also, it's not that men don't want to do stuff. It's if we don't do it your way, it's wrong. And then you nag us the whole time we're doing it. And then you go back and do it anyway. And I'm like, why don't you just do what you're doing? So, you know, from get go. So that's my thing. But the procrastination is huge. She's got a lot better. So kudos, baby. I will give you this. Like we went to Mobile. She started packing for my, my, my daughter and my son probably a day or two ahead of time. So, um, which just was amazing. She was pretty much packed earlier that day, which is little stuff she had to add. And um, so she's getting better because I think I nagged her uh, a, a thousand times. But some of the stuff you guys said about your wives, I think is totally acceptable. The dirty clothes, um, that's fine. It's my side of the bed. You know, <laughs> obviously it, you do it, huh? It doesn't it is bother me, you know, right? I mean, Byron, yours were the well, Rosie took away my, my snoring thing, but uh, being in a hot shower all night, and hey man, that's my time to unwind. Like, I, I'm a thinker, so <laughs> oh yeah, I don't like the snooze button. That I hate that. I snooze twice every morning, it, I don't it, snooze. It's, it's my I thing. Just, two times max, not yeah, five. I, just, I don't, I don't want to wake up like I'm. I just I force myself to wake up because I don't want to wake up like it's six thirty. That that two minutes that takes me to get back to sleep. That's my thing. Sometimes I can't get back to sleep, so I'd rather just force myself up. But I remember we first started dating, and she would do that. Like she would do like three, four snooze, snoozes. I'm like, you realize that you wake both of us up, <laughs> and you get to go back to sleep. Uh, similar to Rosie, I have insomnia, so like I wake up and I'm I'm up. Yeah, can't go back. Like, I can't go back. I'm sitting, sitting watching you, and then when I go finally nod back off, guess what happens? Another snooze. So that, that, that's horrible, man. Um, yeah, the snooze button is un-American. It's a very taboo. That is that's not nice. <laughs> that you she should be considered of your loving husband. Appreciate that, brother. You know, uh, Jenica. That's your damn side of the bed. Do what you want. Eh, I'm gonna rise you on that. How hey, can you tell hey. me about my side of the bed? Because it's your it's your, it's your room collectively. It's your yeah. room collectively. Yeah. Put it away. Put your, your stuff your, away. My thing is, it's our room. Your wants don't supersede my wants. I want to leave them on the floor. You want to put them away. If you want them away, guess what you can do. Guess what you can do, Byron? Come on, Byron. Guess what you can do? Come on, Byron. Come on, Byron. Guess what you can do? If it bothers you that much. The same thing you could do. Put them away. It doesn't bother me. Um, now, if I put myself on your side of the room. Oh, every once in a while, I do come home and some of her stuff on my side of the bed. I politely yeah. place oh, yeah, it. I would do that. I do that. I do that. I, do that. I, I hate that. <laughs> you know? But so. she has gotten better with time. Like you guys both complained about time. She's gotten much better. Like I used to be able to go downstairs and drink a whole glass of yak before she was ready. But now as soon as I get downstairs, I get like one sip in and she coming downstairs because she's ready. So that's one less glass of yak that I have because she gets ready on time. Yeah. And then you gotta you gotta pay club prices and like restaurant prices. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Try to get this in now. That's hilarious, man. Oh, man, I've had fun with you guys tonight. Anything we're missing, fellas? Anything we need to say? Anything else you want to do? Um, Rising, you're going to get us in trouble like yourself. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to drag all y'all down with me. That's that's my plan, is make y'all look bad so I can, be, I can point at y'all. Like, see, they, they're just as bad as me. Well, the, my saving grace is I only said one thing. Mm-mm. See, it's a contest now. 
because we're trying to uh, get followers and see who likes us better. So I gotta, I gotta make y'all some of the bad guys so that uh, I can win over some. Oh, yeah, guys. speaking of that, <laughs> Byron, Byron won that. Uh, he does tell great stories, so I definitely get that. Um, I got a win over Erica, uh, Sabrina, and and everybody else who's listening. I want to dominate. (laughs) It's it's not a competition, man. It's a show. Oh, oh. Well, you made it like a competition. (laughs) No, it's definitely a competition. It's always a competition. Well, my storyteller is not going to ever be uh, on Byron's level. And I'm never going to be a match nerdness with Rizzi. So I guess I have to turn my PC up. (laughs) 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 I was not feeling that. I'll say hey, this, man. man. I'll say this. Um, you you say I tell good stories. My job is easy when it comes to this show because Ferg, you quarterback this. Razio, you do all the uh, the editing and making sure we stay within a time frame. So you guys make it easy for me to where I can just come on here and say what I got to say. So I want to say that, and also on our Facebook page, we thank you guys a lot. We just reached two thousand listens, and the reason we do is because. There are millions of podcasts out there. I mean, kind of like in the 90s when everybody had a record label, everybody has a podcast now. Everybody has a podcast. So the fact that you guys tune in to us to hear whatever BS we got to say, I mean, you have like a million other choices and you choose us. And that's why we appreciate you guys so much. So thank you. Steph, most Steph. Um, I want to throw out there a uh, little bit of nerd land. I uh, got to keep that up. Um, but I, I mentioned Watchmen a couple episodes ago. Uh, what episode are you on? Uh, I'm I'm caught up. So the series no. season finale is next week. Uh, but but so now's the time. If you guys haven't watched it, go out watch it. I mean, it is awesome when you're talking about Man. race relations. When you're talking about. Um, I mean, just just everything, PTSD, dealing with trauma, all that stuff is uh, like in there. Uh, it's such a good show, man. Um, I think it went on to be it's the highest watched show right now or for 2019 already. So watch it. I mean, don't don't miss the boat on that one. And if you're looking for a new anime, anybody anime lovers out there, Dr. Stone is a different take on just your traditional anime. It's all about science. So super nerd dude, like what happened was everybody got turned to stone 3000 years ago and then they start breaking out of the stone figures. And so we've reverted back to the stone age basically. And he's trying to bring us back to current um, technology. And so it's just a real good take on like just being able to see science in anime. So my five-year-old son who is into like explosions and everything else. And he's watching it and learning about science at the same time. So it's a pretty cool little show. If you guys want to uh, check that out. Um, I think it's on Netflix, Funimation, Crunchyroll, uh, any of those. So check them out, man. Have you gotten to his dark materials yet? No, I haven't. Not yet. Is it, is it, is yeah, it it's pretty good. like it took me a minute. Cause I'm like, I've seen this before. So it's basically the golden compass. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so, like, I'm sitting there watching it. My wife and I started watching the other day, and I was kind of like, hold on. I know that that monkey. I know that evil monkey. Like, it was just certain <laughs> things you're going through, and you're like, oh. And I had to stop and Google, and, like, that's what it is. So, it's pretty good. We're going to catch up on tonight. I um, also have to catch up on the last episode of Watchmen, which um, I'm usually good at predicting what's going to happen. And this is one of the few shows. This is up there with Game of Thrones, where you think you know what's about to happen, you're like, yeah, shit, I didn't see that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure this next episode is going to do the exact same thing. Oh, so, yeah. Um, but for me, I want to thank our listeners. Thank you guys. Thank all the people that came out and supported us for our live podcast. We're getting to the close to the end of the year, man. And when I started 2019, I knew I wanted to do something different and I don't know what got into me to uh, pursue this. And initially it was going to be something that I was going to do on my own. And I'm glad that the powers that be uh, gave me the wisdom to seek out you guys because I wouldn't be, or this wouldn't be the success it is without you. 
So um, I really appreciate it. And the fact that you guys take time every week, you know, I have a lot of people like, how can you record them like every week? And so, uh, Byron, uh, I know you have a busy schedule, a lot of like, have the commute a lot, um, and you're an hour later than us. It's almost it's after ten o'clock your time. Rising, thank you for all the the editing you do. You know, sometimes last minute, and I'm pretty sure this last ep- last two episodes we uh we probably owe you a drink. The first one, because, you know, I'm pretty sure you at home Sunday and you still had to edit Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. And so uh, I thank you guys. Thank our listeners and looking forward to the end of this year and 2019, I mean, 2020. And uh, I think we have to do another live show. I think our next live show should be in Vegas. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, for the okay, I don't want to reveal too much. Okay, that's cool. That's it. We're gonna do Vegas. Um, our next live show, so summer 2020. Oh, we're gonna do man. a big. Um, oh. I think we have more more people even. So excited about that! But once again, three brothers, no sense. You know the six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly. Listen again. Peace.